Good morning and welcome to the Love Grows Podcast, a ministry of St. James Anglican Church in Paris, Ontario. I'm Father Jason, the Rector, and as always, it's a privilege and a delight to be praying with you this morning. Today is Tuesday, September the 11th. Our service of morning prayer begins on page 47 of the Book of Alternative Services. Let us pray. Lord, open our lips, and our mouth shall proclaim your praise. O God, make speed to save us. O Lord, make haste to help us. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. The Lord is our light and our life. O come, let us worship. Together we say the Venite. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. Let us come before his presence with thanksgiving and raise a loud shout to him with psalms. For the Lord is a great God and a great King above all gods. In his hand are the caverns of the earth and the heights of the hills are his also. The sea is his for he made it and his hands have molded the dry land. Come, let us bow down and bend the knee, and kneel before the Lord our Maker, for he is our God, and we are the people of his pasture and the sheep of his hand. Oh, that today you would hearken to his voice. The Lord is our light and our life. Oh, come, let us worship. The reading from the First Testament is from the book of Job. Job took up his subject again. Oh, that life was like it used to be, like days when God watched over me, when his lamp shone on my head and I walked by his light in the dark, when I was in my prime, when God's counsel was in my tent, when the Almighty was with me, my children around me, when my steps were washed with cream and a rock poured out pools of oil for me. When I went out to the city gate, took my seat in the square. The young saw me and drew back. The old rose and stood. Princes restrained speech, put their hand on their mouth. The voices of officials were hushed, their tongues stuck to the palate. Indeed, the ear that heard blessed me. The eye that looked commended me, because I rescued the weak who cried out, the orphans who lacked help. The blessing of the perishing reached me, I made the widow's heart sing. I put on justice and it clothed me, righteousness as a coat and turban. I was eyes to the blind, feet to the lame. I was a father to to the needy. The case I didn't know I examined. I shattered the fangs of the wicked, rescued prey from their teeth. I thought I'll die in my nest, multiply my days like sand, my roots opening to water, dew lingering on my branches my honor newly with me, my bow ever successful in my hand. People listened to me and waited and were silent for my advice. After my speech they didn't respond, my words fell gently on them. They waited for me as for rain, opened their mouth as for spring rain. I smiled on them, they couldn't believe it, they never showed me disfavor. I decided their path, sat as a chief, I lived like a king with one of his troops like one who comforts mourners. But now those younger than me mock me, 
whose fathers I refused to put beside sheep dogs. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. The appointed psalm for this morning is Psalm 45 on page 762. Psalm 45 on page 762. And we will read it responsively by whole verse. My heart is stirring with a noble song. Let me recite what I have fashioned for the king. My tongue shall be the pen of a skilled writer. You are the fairest of men. Grace flows from your lips because God has blessed you forever. Strap your, so strap your sword upon your thigh, O mighty warrior, in your pride and in your majesty. Ride out and conquer in the cause of truth and for the sake of justice. Your right hand will show you marvelous things. Your arrows are very sharp, O mighty warrior. The peoples are falling at your feet, and the king's enemies are losing heart. Your throne, O God, endures forever and ever. A scepter of righteousness is the scepter of your kingdom. You love righteousness and hate iniquity. Therefore, God, your God, has anointed you with the oil of gladness above your fellows. All of your garments are fragrant with myrrh, aloes, and cassia, and the music of strings from ivory palaces makes you glad. King's daughters stand among the ladies of the court. On your right hand is the queen, adorned with the gold of Ophir. Hear, O daughter, consider and listen closely. Forget your people and your father's house. The king will have pleasure in your beauty. He is your master, therefore do him honor. The people of Tyre are here with a gift. The rich among the people seek your favor. All glorious is the princess as she enters. Her gown is cloth of gold. In embroidered apparel she is brought to the king. After her the bridesmaids follow in procession. With joy and gladness they are brought and enter into the palace of the king. In place of fathers, O king, you shall have sons. You shall make them princes over all the earth. I will make your name to be remembered from one generation to another. Therefore, nations will praise you forever and ever. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. The second reading is from the book of Acts. Paul and Barnabas entered the Jewish synagogue in Iconium and spoke as they had before. As a result, a huge number of Jews and Greeks believed. However, the Jews who rejected the faith stirred up the Gentiles, poisoning their minds against the brothers. Nevertheless, Paul and Barnabas stayed there for quite some time, confidently speaking about the Lord. And the Lord confirmed the word about his grace by signs and wonders he enabled them to perform. The people of the city were divided, some siding with the Jews, others with the Lord's messengers. Then some Gentiles and Jews, including their leaders, hatched a plot to mistreat and stone Paul and Barnabas. When they learned of it, 
these two messengers fled the fled to the Lyconian cities of Lystra and Derby and the surrounding area where they continued to proclaim the good news. In Lystra there was a certain man who lacked strength in his legs. He had been crippled since birth and had never walked. Sitting there, he heard Paul speaking. Paul stared at him and saw that he believed he could be healed. Raising his voice, Paul said, Stand up straight on your feet. The man jumped up and began to walk. Seeing what Paul had done, the crowd shouted in the Lyconium language, The gods have taken human form and have come down to visit us. They referred to Barnabas as Zeus and to Paul as Hermes, since Paul was the main speaker. The priest of Zeus, whose temple was located just outside the city, brought bulls and wreaths to the city gates. Along with the crowds, he wanted to offer sacrifices to them. When the Lord's messengers Barnabas and Paul found out about this, they tore their clothes in protest and rushed out into the crowd. They shouted, People, what are you doing? We are humans too, just like you. We are proclaiming the good news to you. Turn to the, to the living God and away from such worthless things. He made the heaven, the earth, the sea, and everything in them. In the past, he permitted every nation to go its own way. Nevertheless, he hasn't left himself without a witness. He has blessed you by giving you rain from above as well as seasonal harvests and satisfying you with food and happiness. Even with these words, they barely kept the crowds from sacrificing to them. Jews from Antioch and Iconium arrived and won the crowds over. They stoned Paul and dragged him out of the city, supposing he was dead. When the disciples surrounded Paul, he got up and entered the city again. Then the following day he left with Barnabas for Derby. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Let us confess the faith of our baptism in the words of the Apostles' Creed. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth. I believe in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord. He was conceived by the power of the Holy Spirit and born of the Virgin Mary. He suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended to the dead. On the third day he rose again. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. For our intercessions this morning, we will use intercession 9 on page 117. Let us pray to the Lord, saying, Lord, have mercy. Let us ask the Lord for a day of fulfillment and peace. Lord, have mercy. Let us ask the Lord to teach us to love others as he has loved us. Lord, have mercy.
Let us ask the Lord for peace and justice in the world. Lord, have mercy. Let us ask the Lord to strengthen and relieve those who are in need. Lord, have mercy. Let us ask the Lord to renew the church through the power of his life-giving Holy Spirit. Lord, have mercy. Stir up, O Lord, the wills of your faithful people, that richly bearing the fruit of good works, we may be richly rewarded by you. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord, who is alive and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. And now gathering as our Savior taught us, we are bold to say, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power and the glory, for ever and ever. Amen. Let us bless the Lord. Thanks be to God. The Lord bless us and keep us. The Lord make his face to shine upon us and be gracious to us. The Lord look upon us with favor and grant us peace. Amen.